You've arrived at Pretty Spiritual Podcast, where we examine everyday life and attempt to make it spiritual. We share personal stories and practical tools to connect and grow. Come on in. All right. Hello, dearest spiritual friends, and welcome back to season two of Pretty Spiritual. I'm Lindsay Pony, and I am joined by the fabulous Annie. Hello, everyone. Hi, Lindsay Pony. Hi. We are Zooming right now, and we are so glad that we could attempt to get together to give you all this very special episode about rest. It was hard to hard to make it happen. Let's let me tell you, we <laughs> wanted to take this topic so seriously that for the past couple of months, you, we really had to learn what it was like to rest so we could bring you an in-depth experience of resting and what I like to call the rest test. Mm-hmm. We are honest in our podcast. What I mean by the rest test is what a real test it has been to even acknowledge that not only would a rest be great, but that I am worthy enough of rest. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one that's going to give it to myself. Am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. rest, what are we talking about? Firstly, I want to address our culture of unrest. Obviously, the pandemic and politics are easy places to lose sleep and be lost in anxiety. I also want to bring into consciousness the hustle culture that ascribes our worth is contingent on our productivity. The incessant tug of do more, be more yesterday. It's no wonder many of us are suffering burnout, believing we need to do more to be more. Today, we're hopeful to untuck the idea that there are moments of rest we haven't tapped into yet. We are going to ask the question, where are we not resting? Where are we tiring ourselves out in moments we could find the sacred pause, the restful ease of knowing we can put our thinking minds down and attempt to rest in that space of simply being. Hmm. Annie and I are going to share the type of rest we are craving, what's in the way, and the tools to help get us in the habit of being ever more inclined to rest. Annie, would you love to start us off? Oh, please. I would love it. Oh, good. I would like to say that I have had the pleasure over the last few months of Pony and I being able to record in person because we had this kind of shared quarantine pod and I'm going up to visit my parents. And so I'm in active quarantine. And so we're recording on Zoom and I really miss recording with her in person. So I'm looking at her beautiful face on the screen, but I just want all the listeners to know that when we make this podcast, it really is something special of being together. And it's here when we're on the screens, but I really treasure the time that we get to have. We just set up all our wires and there's stuff (laughs) everywhere and we goof around and it's really sweet. So I just felt like sharing that because it is a real labor of love and it's fun. It's fun and it's nice. And resting is such a great topic. And I took a two and a half hour nap today. <laughs> just to so really jealous. <laughs> get in the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. We've been talking about this topic for a while now, but we really got into it earlier last week of what 
is the theme going to be? What's this episode going to look like? And so we were sharing some phrases and she shared the phrase mental rest, which was really interesting to me because of course, the first thing I think of with rest is physically resting my body. Mm-hmm. And so then that when she shared that, it kind of spurred me to thinking about, okay, can I think bigger on the topic of rest? So the other ones that came to me besides physical rest were emotional rest, mental rest, and spiritual rest. And so then as I started doing some research for this episode, I was really interested in the phrase spiritual rest, because I was like, gosh, I, I just like how it sounds. And it was really fascinating what I found. One of the most interesting resources was a book by Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, and she's an internal medicine practitioner, and then she's also a researcher. And she wrote a book called Sacred Rest. I think it was published about five years ago. So she's a medical doctor, but she also belongs to a Christian tradition or faith. And so the book really weaves together her medical understanding and her spiritual practice. And so she looks at seven areas that she sees her patients struggle with in their lives and where it's lacking. So she identified them as physical rest, mental rest, spiritual rest, emotional rest. And then on top of the ones that I had like kind of come to my mind were sensory rest, social rest, and creative rest. And they're so interesting, especially sensory rest right now with most of my life is in a computer. You know, most of my life is on a screen right now Mm. for work, for meetings, for all these things. And so this concept of like sensory rest is really interesting too. I think all of us right now are kind of living proof of this, how my life can look when I maybe am not feeling rested in any of one of these seven areas. And recently I had a double root canal, which was super cool. Definitely recommend. (laughs) Tooth rest. Tooth rest. (laughs) And so I had this double root canal from clenching and a visit to the ER. And after that, I tried to be fine. My wife and I were going on a road (laughs) trip. It was like the world was a little more open. We could safely social distance, but road trip. And so literally like three days after this ER visit, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go on a road trip. It's going to be so great. But I was lacking rest in all these areas. And the road trip was actually awesome, but it was like every reserve that I had, I just pulled from it. So like anywhere there might have been extra resources, I just tapped it all out. And when we got back, I had this series of four days where I was going to be by myself and be able to work on my book. And so I'm like, oh, I'm going to have all this quiet time and I'll be able to rest. This period happened and my body said, "Uh, no, (laughs) ma'am. we are doing nothing. And actually you're going to be pretty depressed for these four days. Mm -hmm. Like taking a shower, you know? So I'm like trying to force myself to write this book in bed, unshowered. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with you, Annie? Mm -hmm. You're here. You're relaxed. You're alone. You're quiet. This is the designated time. And I had no creative brain power. I had not a lot of joy and I was just like juiced out. And then I was angry at myself you know, I'm broken, I should be doing this, da, da, da. After this intense year of everything that's been happening with 2020, it was like this complete physical crash. My body is will actually give out unless I nurture it with some rest. So 
the part that I want to talk about in the tools, because I, as I became researching these topics and like thinking of the idea of a physical crash, but also like a spirit crash, because that's what it really felt like. I was despond- mm-hmm. I felt despondent, you know, mm-hmm. like I was full of sorrow in every cell of my body. And that sounds so <laughs> dramatic, but it was this, I was like a sponge that was just so not wrung out, but like full of sadness. <laughs> Gosh, I, I'm really tired. So my uh, metaphors are lacking. <laughs> They're great. <laughs> so researching this, the one that really caught me was the idea of spiritual rest. I can easily make a mental picture of what I think these different types of rest are and what they mean. But the idea of spiritual rest, as I started researching it, the only areas or people writing about this topic were from the Christian tradition, which was so interesting to me. And I don't belong to any organized religion, but I love that there are so many people who practice so many things and that I am free to adopt different practices that work for me. And so within this tradition, and just in my very minimal research, surely I am not any kind of expert, but the concept is that people can be replenished in spirit. So like in their sense of heart, their inner ease, their trust in life, their, as Pony calls it, their well inside by resting in God. If for me, how that might apply is how could I rest in my own higher power, my own conception of a higher power. What I took from the things that I read was people having this quiet communion almost or time, and then it filled them with ease, you know, and love and, and well-being. And I was like, wow, that sounds really nice. And I don't get that when I'm riding myself super hard, forcing myself to go on a road trip after I've put my body through something really intense or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be, you know, just saying yes to too many events, spending time with people that make me feel sad, whatever it might be. So I am going to share about that in the tool section. Then I also just have some really easy practical tools. Thank you for listening. And thank you for letting me share. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. That's what we do in this podcast. We completely share our insides. So excuse me while I (laughs) undress in front of everyone right now. (laughs) That's how I feel. I get so cringy at any type of word of organized religion. Oh, it's so hard for me to listen. And so I love it when my dearly beloveds bring it up because I get to kind of soften a bit. You know, it feels so much easier to hear from you, you know, and then maybe Mm -hmm. I can soften around my old hangups about how I was hurt in those ways and be Mm -hmm. able to like pick and choose about what could be useful for me today, right? Like I don't have to take all of that. I can take what works. And what reminded me is Mm. um, in with Buddhist traditions, they talk about taking refuge in the Dharma, right? So we take, yeah, we take refuge in learning about ourselves. Yeah. So that's kind of what that spiritual, because I wasn't understanding, you know, like spiritual rest, what does that even mean? And then after you start talking about that, I'm like, oh, right, we get to take refuge in our community and in what we learn 
in a really oh, simplistic are. way. A, 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 I love thinking in visuals and just a super simplistic way that I was envisioning having an actual plug-in to an energy source. In human terms, I'm plugging into a battery and I'm being recharged and then I can go out and mm-hmm. travel around in the world and then I can come back and plug back into this huge power mm-hmm. battery source, but in a spiritual way. Yeah. Yeah. Like faith is, we could take refuge in faith, you know, but I haven't been able to yet. (laughs) Getting closer, maybe. (laughs) But it's so fun because I feel like both you and I talk about this. This is part of our journey and it's okay if it doesn't make sense. And maybe Mm -hmm. the beauty and like the power comes in the practice, even when Mm -hmm. I'm uncertain. Yeah, that's so nice. I am going to talk about my... First, I'm going to start off with my biggest craving for rest that I've recently uncovered is the lost opportunity I give away to mistrust of self and self-doubt. It's elusive and conditioned, and I don't even recognize that I'm doing it. I spend so much time berating and hating myself. This is the biggest thief of my unrest What's in the way, I think, is my lack of self-awareness in this arena. And that's the big kicker for me. I'm sharing about this right now because I get little glimpses of where I see that I have a lot of mistrust of myself, so much self-doubt. I will know that I can heal myself and get better. And then as I use that power and like am moving towards a goal, I'll go, well, maybe, you know, and then it just like all of the energy, everything sucks out. And I'm just learning about this in therapy. My therapist is actually the, she's really been helping me. So I just am giving, I'm like paying respect and tribute to these big things that I know I'm losing some real deep internal rest over. And so I wanted to share about that. And then I was going to share some other ways that I'm not resting in the abstract. So noticing ways I told myself I was resting is doom scrolling. I recently- um, Love that phrase. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, doom scrolling. (laughs) Most social media really has not felt nourishing to me, but I just keep scrolling and going back to scrolling and thinking I'm giving myself this- time to like rest and reset, especially while all this stuff was going on. I would feel so bad afterwards, but I wasn't making the connection because this was my quote unquote time to rest or distract myself or completely lose 30 minutes or something. So I wanted to bring up doom scrolling. And then I wanted to also talk about other ways that I lose rest, doing a bunch of planning, getting a bunch of chores done. Uh, planned resting on vacations. Love that one. I'll rest when I get that vacation. Deferred rest. Yeah. <laughs> the lie that I often tell is I'll rest when I get this done. So all the while I'm tormenting myself, I'm too tired. I broke. <laughs> I'm trying to hang, I'm trying to hang up some plants. I've got this really nice, sta- nice staple gun. I'm using it. Like <laughs> I, I haven't felt well in a while, but like, I'm going to get this done. The staples get stuck in there. And I am like trying to <laughs> forcing, pushing, shoving, just like, and, and luckily my partner was like, um, you could, 
maybe take a break, but that's, that's what I mean. I don't, I'm like, I'll rest when I get the, uh, the whole, all my plants put up, you know, it's leaves fixed. That's after that, when I can't, I'm torturing myself mm. and I actually don't work well in those conditions <laughs> with power that's tools. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, the, <laughs> that's the clue that I'm like close. I'm like almost close to getting a clue that the resting me giving myself a rest is actually what allows me to be set up in the type of environment to be able to do what I need to do instead of just being in a deficit all of the time of unrest. Oh my gosh, the cycle. So I don't know if any of you can relate, Mm. (laughs) but also within my example that I just gave, you know, those are ways that I'm really mean to myself, you know, and this is a form of self-hatred for me personally. And so I'm at least trying to be more gentle and being kind to myself, right? Because believing that if I don't get this done right now, I'm worthless, quietly whispering in the background, go finish, do all the time has kind of been the driving force for me to think that all of this has to be done now. So I'm excited that we're all so ready for rest. So (laughs) let's talk about tools to get us nice and relaxed. So one day we might be able to rest our pretty heads, maybe (laughs) in the moment. So Annie, talk to me. Let me know about some tools. Talk to me, baby. Well, my first tool I put is one that we talk about all the time, which is noticing, which is super hard if you're not used to it and it just takes practice. So hopefully Mm -hmm. just listening to this podcast even will maybe plant the seed in your mind and my mind. So in the future, especially like go, go, go mode, then I can have this thought come back like, Mm. oh, am I rested in this area? you know, when I go to make a podcast is, am I creatively rested? You know, mm-hmm. do I have the, the well, the creative well full so that w- when I create, it doesn't actually empty me out and instead invigorates me. Yes. So notice it. And then uh, like pony, you were sharing what's holding me back from resting can be my mm-hmm. next tool. And so often underneath this rest is like a fear or shame. Mm -hmm. If I don't do, if I don't perform, or if I stop, even if it's not a physical stop, right, but like a a pullback in some way, that I'm bad, or I'm not good enough, or I'm not gonna get what I think I need or want. So it's just like starting to notice that, which leads to the second tool And there's this phrase, I have this lovely spiritual mentor in my life, and she keeps using this phrase, and it really confused me at first, and now I'm starting to understand it a little more, but she always says, feed yourself love, Annie, (laughs) feed yourself love, and I'm like, okay, (laughs) but what she's meaning is that what if at all times I am lovable and just right. Mm -hmm. And instead of me finding my validation and worth and sense of self in doing, creating, receiving, 
I just innately know it's within me. And that is a strange concept for a lot of us. And so a way that I have been feeding myself love is affirmations. And it's Mm -hmm. just, I picture it like Pony always refers to this well. I picture it just like filling the well. And with her metaphor of like feed yourself love, like we need food to survive, you know? So I'm like giving myself a nourishment to survive when I feed myself love. So when I start having these thoughts, uh, I have to make the perfect podcast today. Uh, I need to get these plants up immediately. Uh, I need to make more money. I need to be able to run five miles, even though I never run, but I should be able to do today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's when I can stop and be like, oh, this is when I get to feed myself love. And so the next step, so the third step for me in this is having the bumper rails set up. Like when you go bowling and you're a little kid <laughs> and they put the little rails in, they're like, your ball cannot go in the hole. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> fail. So it's like I just put these little bumper guards up in my day to kind of like help bounce me back towards the middle. So I put little post-it notes places. Like I have a little post-it note on my desk that says, I can see it right in front of my computer screen. It says my higher power loves me unconditionally and continuously. So it's like, Mm -hmm. that's a little mental bumper rail to go back. Yeah. Oh, like I'm, I'm loved. Uh, I am lovable. I am mm-hmm. loving. And mm-hmm. then this comes back. Oh, it's okay for me to be just as I am, which also means resting is really reasonable. Mm-hmm. And other bumper guards for me are getter bumpers. I don't know what to call them. You guys get the picture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is just having a regular prayer and meditation practice that for me kind of helps. Uh, there's this meditation person I found recently on Insight Timer, they go by Theta Thoughts, and they have a ton of affirmations meditations. And I've been walking around in my house with headphones on while I do different tasks, or if I'm creating something, and I will just play one. One I really like right now is called Awaken Consciousness Affirmations by Theta Thoughts. And they're just really soothing. And I'm like, love it. Yeah, it's like rests my mind in it. Mm -hmm. They nourish my spirit and it also feeds that love of like, Mm -hmm. oh, oh, it's kind of filling up my well. And then the last tool I have is just discovered it. The concept of it, researching for this is experimenting with this idea of spiritual rest. So something that I already do as part of like having a prayer meditation practice, talking with all of you about spirituality, experimenting Mm -hmm. with stuff in my life, but like really playing with this idea of what if me plugging into some divine source is a thing that gives me rest like it mm-hmm. if it it feeds me it creates a sense of ease and safety and so maybe those are all things i've thought of in kind of like disparate little silos but what if i put them all together and i say Oh, when I go and I, you know, do a short quiet meditation or um, when I stand outside and in the sun and I just put my hands on my heart, like what if that is spiritual rest? And that's actually an action I'm taking to recharge my battery. And like maybe even just thinking of it in that way will incorporate more rest into my life. I don't mm-hmm. know. I'm going to mess with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Awesome. That sounds so sweet. I, for my first tool, this is personal to me and I'm hopeful that you'll experiment with it. But just like Annie was talking about affirmations, I find one affirmation that just makes my whole body and mind just take a huge exhale. And so for an example, for me, mine that really works out really well that I, I say all the time is I've done nothing wrong. And it just, it feels, it's like what I've always wanted everyone to tell me (laughs) because I show up like feeling like I've really, you know, I'm bad. I've done something wrong. Mm -hmm. And once I started to realize this, and then I found out that I could say it to myself and I just felt this huge wave of like, Oh, and it really kind of like set the tone for me to be able to be gentle and go slow. So I just, I always want to say this personal experience of spirituality, which is like taking a step into your own spirit is going to be an adventure that only you can take yourself on. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it won't be surprising if this doesn't make you relax. <laughs> it's my <laughs> it's my affirmation. <laughs> so I would just I really encourage anyone that feels like this is something that they wanted to do that could be nourishing for them to find your affirmation and your mantra that can really soothe your being. Mm. So that's my first thing. And So to set the mood, that's how I kind of set my own mood, right? I know what I need to say to myself to even kind of be like the thing that like can really turn the lights into mood lighting, you know? And that's what I love mood lighting. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) The internal environment so that I can learn to break the habit of do more, be more. The prerequisites for me are present time awareness. And what that is, is being in the present and having awareness for what is. And how I do that is get into my body. So I get out of my head, I get into my body, and then I'm just, I label things is how I've been taught with some of my teachers is, okay, I'm here, you know, I'm breathing in, I'm breathing out, things are pleasant or unpleasant or neutral. And I just label sensations and I label thoughts as pleasant, unpleasant, or neutral. And I notice them. And then I just keep coming back to breath. And that's the practice to becoming the stillness in the spinning of the world is really what I'm hopeful will help (laughs) more Mm -hmm. directly the spinning of my mind, you know, and this helps for me to, for when I talk about mental rest, I expend so much energy planning, thinking, doing, I'm in the past or I'm in the future. You know, I'm just time traveling all the time. And let me tell you, that's exhausting. You know, (laughs) (laughs) turns out the molecular chaos it creates. <laughs> Can you imagine just all the time doing this? Mm-hmm. So getting to come back to present time awareness is a really great opportunity to help me get centered. And from what I can tell, it's going to take more than decades for me. So I just little bit by bit here, I just keep finding the simple ways to do it. You know, making it a game is how I do this. So deep breathing is super I, you know, I'm always going to talk about breathing and my favorite breathing exercise right now is just taking a really big inhale for five and a nice exhale for five and doing five rounds of that really helps me 
to um, see how fast my thoughts are spinning and how I'm stuck in my head and how to get back in my body and how to be with what's here so that I can help the planning, the thinking, the needing to be more and do more. I can help slow it down. Oh, I just love breathing because it's a portable tool and nobody really knows if you're how you're doing it, when you're doing it and what you're doing. And it does the most amazing stuff. And we talk about meditation, which at this point I'm labeling holy rest, you know, I love that. (laughs) I know. I just, I've been so cranky about it for so many years and recently, especially coming in with this is that's how I've been looking at it. You know, I put on my special light and I get my special bolster, you know, I do whatever it takes for me to get in there and do whatever that meditation needs to look like. And like I said, I've been using that portal app because sensory is really big for me too. I need to be off of a screen. I need to Mm -hmm. put myself somewhere else. And this really helps me do it. When I set the mood lighting, I put on some essential oils and then I get to lay on my bolster and like have a nice stretch and do my meditation. And it has really, really been a linchpin for me. So those are my biggest tools in allowing myself the space of resting. But I also wanted to talk about the judgments about myself that keep me in unrest. I often get caught in the loop of, I can't believe I'm tired right now. Mm -hmm. This is a big one. (laughs) Anytime I'm tired, I also want to lay on the judgment. Mm -hmm. Even though I'm tired, somehow I have enough energy to bring on a whole other layer of (laughs) judgment. Yeah. Punishment, judgment. I'm tired. I can't believe I'm tired. And just tiring out myself more with judgment of my tiredness instead of the observation of what is I'm tired. Bodies get tired. Minds can spin us out without mercy. A big conservation of energy is actually visually like looking around. So another thing that I really like to do is I I do this at work. (laughs) I do this all the time. I, I take a moment. I close my eyes when it's safe. Know what you're doing. Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Not while driving. (laughs) I I wasn't going to say it. You, You know, when you can do it. But it's like amazing when I take these small moments for myself and I go into like this deep zone of Mm -hmm. closing my eyes and doing like big inhale and a big exhale. This is what I mean by the rest test, seeing where I can rest, whatever type of rest we're talking about, whether it be creatively, mentally, spiritually, we can do this in these moments where we're not laying horizontally, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's so cool to be able to get to see the areas of where I can allow myself like this deep resting. And not only can I allow it, I deserve it. I need it. And where can I get it? You know, like let's practice. So the judgment piece for me is such a huge, so funny, no matter how tired or like how much I need rest, I notice there's always enough energy for blame for judgment. You know, it's like all of a sudden I'm energized and I like can really just start. So these are also other areas I've been uh, getting really curious about to look at because I know big energies are going out when I start doing those type of things for myself and um, probably at others, you know, so let's all, it's fun to see where our energies are truly going, you know, and how we can kind of help that. So that's what we're talking about for rest. It takes a <laughs> lot of juice to actively berate 
all the time. Like oh that my. dialogue running, that it's just like this program running in the background from so many mm-hmm. decades ago. And it takes so much juice. Oh my gosh, the causes and conditions that are just humming. You know, that whole huge big machine just suffering, suffering, mm-hmm. just stamping it out, you know? And it's yeah. it's so nice to be able to go in for yourself. One of the times, one of the meditations that I did is I went into my mind and the areas that were, I like to picture them as like suffering generators and machines Mm -hmm. just stamping out like the problems, this, you know, like the judgment. Mm -hmm. And I just went and like put a hand on it and turned it off. So yeah, it helped me a lot. I was like, wow do that. These are just programs, you know, running in the background. We just need to update. And that's what we're doing with meditation. Like there's so much scientific stuff here. So isn't it so cool that we get to talk about this and learn how to do this together? It is cool. I thought of some other things I want to share them if we have Oh my gosh, of course we do. (laughs) (laughs) What I was thinking about while you were talking internal boundaries and external boundaries. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just recently have learned of the concept of internal boundaries. Like I understand the concept of external boundaries, even if they're historically very challenging for me. (laughs) Even if I don't use them, I do know what they are. I know they exist. (laughs) (laughs) The internal boundaries is recognizing that I am a person of value and that I exist And my opinions and thoughts and beliefs and understandings and um, how I view myself, that that is a self-contained element aside from how other people might view me or experience me. And that um, that can continue like safely, even if other people disagree or whatever, Mm -hmm. but also the internal boundaries for me and what I'm learning is respecting when my body is telling me things. And for me, this is such a big part of rest because I never, A, really acknowledged I had external boundaries, much less internal boundaries. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. And so that meant I just had to override all my body cues. So I didn't really understand how to rest unless it was a physical crash. And then I would rest and regroup. But it's like learning that I have internal boundaries, I start to see things of like, oh, you know, that music's a little bit louder than I want to deal with. I can turn it down. And that's like my sensory juice, right? Mm -hmm. Or someone taught me, I needed to be taught this, that I should take breaks in between every phone call or meeting and have quiet time. And just like you were talking about pony, not scrolling, because that actually takes my energy. Oh yeah. Sit quietly or to close my eyes or Mm -hmm. and just rest because I'm sensitive and it takes juice for me to engage, even if it's people I love. So that's like an internal boundary and an external boundary, right? Like I let the world know, hey, I'm, I need five minutes, but I also tell myself, Annie, you need five minutes and, and you are going to respect that. You know, yeah. you're not going to look at your phone actually. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's so cool that like these barriers and boundaries are actually there to be like scaffolding to help us. Yeah, they help us. I get so much, I exchange so much energetic flow with people that I'm learning Mm -hmm. how to protect is a really weird word, but be more conscientious of the inflow and outflow so that I don't deplete myself. And it comes with 
creating these little mini rest moments. Like I mm-hmm. them and also yeah. stuff like I, even if it's someone I super love, I don't have to pick up the phone. Well, yeah. Like I, I can check in. Am I available to talk on the phone? Even though is, I have time, am I available? <laughs> this is this is so wild because I have to practice so much self-awareness to see that I like show again, I show up into 99% of my exchanges just full on. What can I do for you? How can I serve you? What Here. do you need from me? I will do absolutely everything for you. Like that is the energy that I'm like giving out in my power that I'm giving away. And it's so nice to get to have some rest and learn about myself and know, uh, learn about, about all these tools. I need every single one. I need to practice them all. And then I need to talk to tons of people about them who are also doing this, who can remind me the actual tool that I need again. (laughs) Every day, every day. (laughs) And I also just want to share, if you're listening to this and all of this seems um, whatever, I was at one point so disconnected from myself that I actually needed professional help to learn to teach me how to even know that my body had cues. Like I just had, I was so disconnected from it. And so I needed, I worked with a therapist who I still work with. And she was just like starting me on this really simple program where she was like, I didn't know how to regulate myself. And so she kind of gently imposed outside suggestions. Like you can have one social activity a day. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know. I didn't know if I was mm-hmm. tired. I did. I just said, yeah, yeah, let's go. Woo. Let's All right. Go. Bring it on. More coffee. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I honestly, like one of the biggest things through my healing work and I'm still in therapy and can, will continue is that I, I would never let myself go to the bathroom. Mm. Until someone else like went to the bathroom. Now I have to practice asking for a break when I'm like with other people, when I get the cue, because I will still wait like another two hours. Overriding. (laughs) Yes. So, wow. It's just, it's amazing. All the little areas we can look at and get to see that are are there. If we're so lucky, love that Mm. self-awareness getting so close. So Oh, well, thanks so much, everybody. If it feels nourishing, why don't you find us on the social medias if that feels right? And if you want, you could review us if you're already there. I mean, why not? But honestly, just take a break and rest for a moment. That's what I think, just for yourself and for those around you. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's it. We love you. Night, night. Bye. Bye.